A good chaydesh and a good vach. Let us get going. Today's daf is Hey, page five in the Halakha Mesechus Gittin. We're going to go back to the bottom of Dalit on page four B. We're going to pick up four lines from the bottom. The last word on the line is Tanan. All right, four lines from the bottom of four B. The last word on the line is Tanan. And again, we're trying to prove who is correct. Rava, who says the reason why we say b'fanei nechta, b'fanei nechta, is because we have to establish the witnesses. Or is Rava correct, who says that the reason for b'fanei nechta, b'fanei nechta, is because you need to establish witnesses and make sure it was done l'shma, it was done properly for uh, this specific couple. All right, so this is where we're going to pick up. We're going to try to prove which Amira is correct. Tanan, we learned in the Mishnah, somebody brings a get from overseas, outside, far away from Eretz Yisrael. And for whatever reason, we're going to see shortly, he's not able to talk. So he cannot say, So he can't speak. So if there are witnesses on the document itself, so this guy's showing up, he can't talk. So we look at the document. We say, if there's signatures on the document, we'll accept the get based upon the signatures. And we clarified this. And we said, what's the circumstances surrounding this guy who can't talk? Let's just talk about this for a minute. If you're going to say that the guy's a deaf mute, that's why he can't talk. Somebody who's a deaf mute shows up. It cannot be the case because a deaf mute is not allowed to be a messenger in bringing a get. And I'll prove it to you. The Mishnah taught me, anybody is able to show up with a get from overseas, except for a cheresh, a deaf mute, shaita, a person who's mentally imbalanced, and a katan. And Rabbi Yosef explains, in order to say, who's this guy who can't speak? So Rabbi Yosef gives us the case. And he says, The case we're dealing with is, This guy showed up, handed, over, handed it over to the woman at a time where he was able to speak. Therefore, he was a valid shliach. And then as soon as he hands it over, unfortunately, right after he hands it over, before he's able to make this statement in Bezdin, he, uh, uh, um, he becomes a deaf mute. So what's happening in such a case would be, is he valid to bring the get? Yes, because he showed up with the ability to talk and with the proper, with the proper, now, it's not ability, ability to talk. Achirish is a deaf mute, which means that he's no longer, it's also a mental uh, issue. Somebody who's stamma mute would be capable of giving a get, and somebody who's plain deaf as well. And, and, and like the, that we have a lot of people who are deaf in today's society are high functioning and fully grasp uh, exactly what's happening are kosher as well. A deaf mute that the Gemara is talking about by a cherish is very often people who are deaf are completely unaware of the environment, especially before they had hearing aids or anything of that sort. And therefore it led to a, a, just a, a lack of understanding of what was happening. That's the type of cherish that we're referring to. But be it as it may, let's go back to the halacha. What was the halacha of the Mishnah? If somebody shows up and he's a deaf mute, so he cannot talk, how are we going to establish the get? With signatures. Doesn't it seem from here that the whole problem was testimony and not a lishma problem? 
Because if the issue is that we, it may not have been written lishma with the right people in mind, who cares if there's signatures on the document? I still don't know that it was written lishma. So says the Gemara to clarify the question. The Rava, according to Rava, says the whole problem is the witnesses necha. It's it, this makes sense. <coughs> Confirm it with the signatures, and you're good. No problem anymore finding witnesses. The Rabba, but according to Rabba, who says you also have a lishma issue kasha. What does it help to establish it with the signatures? This this get should not be valid at all. Clear. Answers the Gemara. What are we dealing with over here? La'achar shalamdu. Okay. This is where we ended off. La'achar shalamdu means after Taira made its way around Golas as well, even outside Eretz Yisrael, so therefore Rabbah also is not concerned about Lishma. Rabbah knows that everybody writes it Lishma. Says the Gemara, one second. One second. Everybody knows now about Lishma. It's no longer an issue. Meaning, according to Rabbah, we're saying is. It really depends on the era whether or not I'm concerned about Lishma. There's an era like right now, Baruch Hashem, Kanayin Ahara. Unfortunately, we're in Gullus, but there's Taira exploding in Chutz Laaretz. And people outside Eretz Zola learned it in Taira as well. And then there's eras where it's not happening. It's not true, unfortunately. So, says Gemara Yachi, if this is the case, where when people outside Eretzol are also learned. Rabba is not concerned about it being written Lishma. He'll agree that the Bati didn't have their, have their, have their uh, <coughs> act in place. If that's the expression? Yeah. Something like that? I think it's a better expression. Right? You get the point. Yachol <laughs> Nami. So we should say that there's no need for Bafane Nechtav u Bafane Nechtav. Right? Meaning... Yeah, whenever you have signatures on something... Nobody should have to say it. Because again, I'm never concerned about Lishma. And look at the mission. Let's pause for a minute. Mission says, if he can't talk, rely on the signatures. The Gemara says, if, one second, if people now are learned, even if he could talk, rely on the signatures. You have signatures, so you're taken care of. You got your witnesses. Well, I'm not concerned about Lishma. So why is anybody saying, Bifan Yachta, Bifan Yachta? So the Gemara says, I'll tell you why. If you could talk, we're going to make you say it. You know why? Because unfortunately, while people are living outside Eretz Yisrael, and by the way, this could even be Bizman prior, when there was a Bizman, people lived outside Eretz Yisrael. Says the Gemara, you know what? And this is such a beautiful idea, Hever. Listen closely, it's a very important message. We're very proud that the Torah is exploding everywhere. The Torah community and the Limara Torah, Kanayin Ahara, we were just Messiah. A few days ago, right? Hundreds of thousands of Jews finished and didn't finish an entire Masechah together. It's, a, it, it's incredible what's happening. It's incredible. The, the, the way that Limar Atayra is, is beyond. But there's an issue. And that is, if you're outside Eretz Yisrael, there's no guarantee it's going to continue. We're outside Eretz Yisrael. We don't. We don't have it. We're not. We're not in the highest place of kedusha. Good morning, Rabbi Cheska. We're not. We're not there. And therefore, says the Gemara, even at an era where a person is learned, and and Klal Yisrael is learned, you still need to say You know why? Because unfortunately, if you're outside of Israel, it doesn't last forever, and it could go back to being an era where people unfortunately no longer know Torah. 
And if you go, if we stop saying Bifani Nechtav now, and it's going to come to a time where people now become less learned, then they're going to forget to ever say Bifani Nechtav. So you know why we're saying Bifani Nechtav now, even when we are learned? Because in case people become less learned later, we want to make sure people know to say this. Says the Gemara, Ihachi, if it's true that we're concerned it might go back to an era where people are less learned, so in a Yachonami, if a person can't speak, we should still obligate meaning we should say, okay, so we're not accepting the get. Someone says, no. Because really what we're going to say is you have to say if you have a strange case, random case, this is one in a billion, where a guy shows up with a get, totally understanding, hands it over, and then becomes a deaf mute on the spot. That's one in a billion. We're not concerned about that random case, and therefore we won't obligate before Nechtav in that unique case. Every other case, though, you do need to say it. Says the Gemara of Now remember, a woman is um, a woman is not common to deliver a get vitzan, and we learn what's the halacha of a woman. If let's say a woman herself brings a get, so we're going to say a bezdan will accept the fact that she's divorced. A woman walks to bezdan and says, "Here's my get. My husband owes me a ksuba." We're going to rely on her. As long as she says also, the reason why she asked is that all shlichim need to do the same thing. Okay? Even though it's uncommon, but you're, that's a contradiction. You told me uncommon situations do not need to say, and now you're telling me common, uncommon situations need to say, says the Gemara, Ihachi. Baal Nami, even when a husband, uh, even when a husband uh, shows up with a get, Allah Matanya, why did we learn in Ebrisa who atzmai shehevi get? If a husband himself brings a get, ain he does not need to say meaning if he's going to be a messenger for his own get, and we don't want to make a separation in different types of get. And who brings it? We should obligate everybody to say No, to explain to you because why is the whole reason for this statement necessary? The whole reason why the messenger needs to say is to establish his agency, establish that he's a messenger. Bezdin will accept it, and now that Bezdin accepts it, what happens if down the road the husband says, "Oh no, it's forged"? No, we can say to the husband, "Jump in the lake." We established it with before nechta before nechta. But if the husband himself brings the get, hashta minkat He's the one bringing it, and he says, "Oh, it's a valid get." Here's the get. So Veruri Kamarle is he? Twenty years he's going to say no, it wasn't. We're not going to rely on him, and hence he does not need to say before nechta before nechta. Bottom line is, we have no disproof um, to shitas rabba. We have no disproof. To the opinion of Rab. Let's go through this quickly. Well, let's take a step back and just give a quick overview of what we've of what the Gemara just did. The Gemara challenged Rabba. Rabba said the problem is Lishma. Says the Gemara, the problem cannot be Lishma because if somebody can't talk, we'll establish the get with just the signatures. So you see, it's an Adam problem, it's not a Lishma problem. Rabba, you must be wrong. Which the Gemara responds, no. Rabba will say, there's still a Lishma problem. In this strange, unique case, we're not going to obligate because there's nothing else to do. 
and we're not concerned about that Xera, but it's not. Okay. So we still don't know who's correct, Rabba or Rava. So let's keep going. Toshma. Come and listen. We're now a little less than halfway down on on Tafhamanov. Shmuel asked a question searching for information from Ravuna. Two people show up from overseas. All right. Notice the case, right? Change. Not one person. I have two people. Now, what's the difference between one person and two people? You have, you, they themselves can be the Edom. They can give the testimony. So two people come from overseas. Do they need to say it was written and signed in front of us? Or not? That's the shadow. Huh? Good. Do you need to say it or not? So Marley, Rafuna said, They do not need to say it. And I'll prove it to you. What would be if two witnesses come and say this woman was divorced? Instead of coming and saying the get was written what, and were messengers... What if they were to say, we testify she's divorced? Milai Mehemni, aren't they believed in a Bezdin? And therefore, whenever you have two people, they themselves function as witnesses, and you do not need to say, Befar Nechta, Fani Nechta. Now, who does this seem to be like? What's the problem for Befar Nechta? The problem seems to be the witnesses, because now that I have witnesses, I don't need it anymore. But let me ask you a question before we go weiter in the Gemara, before we go further. If the issue would be, maybe it's not written in even two people should have to say it. So it says the right because I don't know if the Bezdin wrote it properly. So it says the Gemara the Rava, According to Rava, says the problem is the signatures and the witnesses. Necha, this makes sense. Why, if there's two, there's no need. The Rava, according to Rava, says the problem is Lashma also Kasha. I got a problem. Even two people should have to say it. So Gemara says Achamayiskina la'achar shalamdu. I same back and forth. Ihachi chad nami. Even one messenger. Should not have to say Farnidachta because people know they're Lamdu. So Gemara says, Maybe they'll become less learned. So then even two people should have to say Farnidachta. So Gemara says, You should know two people showing up with a get also is not common. And something that's uncommon, the Rabbanon. Do not make a gezerah about the same approach. We have a woman who it's not common. We learn to isha atzma via gita ubevachi atzma tzrichalever befanei nechdav ubefanei nechdam. We don't want to make a difference in who's bringing the get. Same question that we had earlier. If we don't make a difference in the get, Baal Nami, what about the husband? He should have to say, Why did we learn in a b'risa? Who The husband himself brings a get. It's only that the husband might come later on and, and make a claim against the validity of the... Uh, of the get, and now that he's bringing it, now that he's the one bringing it in his hands, we're not concerned he's going to come back later. We're not going to allow him to come back and challenge. So, bottom line is, take a step back again. We tried challenging Rabba by saying, look, the problem must be witnesses and not Lishma, because if two witnesses show up, they don't need to say before You see that the concern is witnesses, not Lishma. And Rabbi wiggled out of that, and he says, no, whenever it's an uncommon situation, 
we never obligate but I still may be correct that there's a lishma problem. I just we just don't obligate under these circumstances. Okay, so let's keep trying. Tashma, come and listen to this brisa. I may even get Medina Sayyam. A person who brings a get from overseas. And he gives it to her without making this statement. So now let's, let's notice what's happening here. Same case, one guy showing up, but over here it's what we call bidiyavet. We're now after the fact. See, prior we said, if somebody shows up, we'll obligate it in Besden. Now it's done. He handed it over to her, and he did not say it. So now what do we do after the fact? It's like a Rebiso Zoberstein Shaila. Yeah? It's like after, right? He did what he did, and now I'm going to ask a Shaila. Right? It's not like, what do I do now? It's like, I already did it. So he gave it to his wife. A messenger handed it over, and they did not make the statement that they were supposed to make. So now what's the halacha? What's the status after the fact? If there's signatures on it, it's a valid get. The imlav, and if there's no signatures, puzzle. It's going to be puzzle. You see from over here that the chachamim aren't obligating to make things difficult for her. Meaning, once she's divorced and handed over, we're going to let her stay divorced. We're not going to say, ah, oh, ruin it because there was no proper statement. Allah Allah. was really meant to be used to her advantage, not to her disadvantage. So the Rava, according to Rava Nicha, it makes sense how we could confirm it with the signatures, because I'm not concerned about Lishma. The Rabba, according to Rabba, that I'm also concerned about Lishma, Kasha, it shouldn't be a valid get. We don't know if the whole writing of it is valid. So how can I say, but yeah, but after the fact, she's fine. Maybe the whole get's puzzle. So there's an assumption that the Bate didn't know. But you keep saying that, and we keep responding that very nice that now nowadays they're learned. But what about an era where they may become unlearned? We need to make sure they still say far not Okay, I'll tell you why. Here's what happened. You ready? This guy showed up, gave a get to the wife. He handed it over to her. It's after the fact. And not, you know what else happened in the meantime? She remarried another guy. He didn't say, she remarried. So now there's two things that were done, we'll call wrong. First of all, he gave it over to her without the statement. And then she took the get and married another man. Oh. In this case, the Chachamim say, the original get is valid. Because if we invalidate the get, we're invalidating her second marriage. And that's certainly to her disadvantage. Frank Gemara, the Gemara says, if that's the case, it's going to come out that you don't say to be strict on her, but to be lenient, to be shum who, and the reason is because niseis, let's focus for a minute, let's say she would not have married somebody else, let's say she would have, it would have just been considered divorce. It seems to be she's not divorced. Again, she's only considered divorced because she married a second guy. If she wouldn't have married a second guy, She's not considered divorce, right? So if that's the case, you see that the whole obligation of a fanakta fanakta is a chumrah, it's not a kula. It's a stringency, it's not a leniency. And, and we thought 
that the whole purpose is to her advantage. Says Gemara Haki Gomer, this is what we mean to say. If you're going to say that we should be strict with her in this case and tell her to end her second marriage, then in Echanami you could say that Farinachtav is not here to be strict. But the purpose is to be lenient on her. Why? So Rashi says, we're being lenient by saying you can remarry even without witnesses. Time of time of my. So what's the reason why the Chum say that you say Because later on the husband might come and pasle. Meaning, if you cut corners now, you're setting yourself up for issues later on. Hashta, but now the husband is not being ma'ar anan nekav and We're going to go and be na'arala. We're going to go ahead and move, and remove the marriage. Let's pause and notice what's happening. This is beautiful. Says the Gemara, listen to this logic. The, the messenger came. Let's take a step back. Let's just talk for a minute. A messenger came. It's very simple. A guy shows up with a get. Gives it to her. Does not make this statement. She remarries. Okay. If we're going to say, you got to go back. You're not married to the second guy. It was never a valid get. In no way, shape, or form is this helping her. And says the Gemara, I'll prove it to you. Because our whole concern is that one day, the husband might show up and ruin the get. And say, nah, the get wasn't valid. That's the concern. If I only have one witness, so a husband could go and testify against the witness. If that happens, if the husband comes and invalidates the get, what's going to happen? At most, it's going to ruin her second marriage. That's the problem. Says it more like this. We as Besden, to her advantage, are going to say, we'll end your second marriage for sure, because one day we want to help you, that one day your husband might come and ruin your second marriage. But, you're certainly ending your second marriage now, because uh, to her advantage that one day somebody else might do it. <laughs> Either way you're doing it, you're not helping her. You're certainly ending her marriage, and taking her out of a maybe ending her marriage. And therefore there's no way that uh, uh, there's, uh, there's no way that we're going to, as a Bezdin, as Halacha, going to demand that she leaves the second husband. There's no way, because we know for a fact that the whole tachlis is to her advantage. And this is certainly not to her advantage. Zakh to Gemara. Right now, we don't know again who's correct. Rava or Rabba? There's a machlekes between Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi. What's the machlekes in Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi? One opinion is, The reason why we say is because people are not experts in written lishma. Now, this time Rabbi Yeshua ben Levi is not the lishma. So basically, we have the same machlekas amongst different people. One holds machlekas Rabbi Shul Malevi and Rabbi Yechon. We don't know who says what. So Gemara is going to try to first establish who holds what. Let's prove that Rabbi Shul Malevi is the one who says that the issue is lafishayim bekiim l'shma. To Shem Barabba, I see Gita lekamei to Rabbi Shul Malevi. Shem Barabba once brought a get from Rabbi Shul Malevi. Amar Lai, and he said to him, "Tzrich nala meimah farinach farinach to my lai." Do I need to say this or not? 
You don't need because back then the Bati Din weren't Bekiyam Lishma. Nowadays we're outside Eretz Yisrael. You're coming from overseas, but, people, but the Bati Din are learned. There's no need to say Farin Akta Farin Akta. Levi must hold. The problem is Lishma. So at this time, it's a good proof. Says the Gemara of Atisbara, is it logical? Now, what do you mean is it logical? Not that it's illogical that he holds it, he's the one who says Lashma, but it's illogical that he would give this psak. But Rava, remember Rava, does he disagree? Does, does, does he disagree about the Edom? He doesn't disagree about needing Edom. He just says that it also needs to be done Lashma. And furthermore, we said that even if you're learned, maybe in later generations will go back to that. So you should still, even when they're learned nowadays, you should still need to say, What happened was, when he showed up, he had a second witness with him. And the reason why we didn't say that there was a second person with him, yeah? it's like two people show up. Rabbi Feinstein and somebody walking with him. Whoever's walking with him, you're not really focused on whoever that is. Whoever's walking, somebody was walking with him, but Ramesha showed up, right? So, uh, but that's why Rabbi Shua Malevi did not obligate the Fanachta Fanachta because whenever there's two witnesses, there's no obligation. Okay. Idmar, we learn. We're now shifting conversation. Now let's talk about the following the messengers handing over the get. Do we need witnesses on the handoff? Do people need to witness the handoff of the shliach or not? They said to him, Go give in front of two people. Give it to the wife in front of two people. And say, this time, you need two. Okay. So, but now, bottom line is, we have Machlekes, Rebbechon says you need two people, Rav, and uh, Rav Hanina says you got to give it over in front of three people. Now we want to know why. Let's say this is the source of the Machlekes, according to Rebbechon, who says that it's be getting over in front of two, who holds the problem is Lafisha and Biki and Lishma. So once I have two witnesses, so now we'll, um, well, I still have the issue of it being over, uh, of it being written properly. Because witnesses are harder to find. Okay. So, since witnesses are harder to find, why do you need three? So Rashi explains over here, these three are going to function as a Besdin. This guy needs to give it in front of three because we're going to use him as a single witness to talk in front of a Besdin and these three people are now going to be obligated to figure out whether it was written Lishma. Okay. No, I'm sorry, whether it was a kosher get, because there's no Edom around. Now, but Tizbra, is this logical? If someone says that the issue is Lishma, it must be that we're concerned, they may not have poss- we, we, we may not have 
uh, the ability to find witnesses. And say you only need two people, you should need three. And furthermore, again, we said Rabbah doesn't only hold that I'm concerned about Lishma, even Rabbah who holds the concern is Lishma, he agrees. You also need Adam, Mitzri, and Nakaimai. So, you should, everybody should hold you need three. Really, everybody agrees with that problem. You're right. That there's an issue, we've got to make sure that we, we set ourselves up for the possibility of, uh, that we're concerned of the issue of not being able to solidify with witnesses. Now we've got a different Shaila. We're going to shift course, listen to this, Chavra. What happens if I, as a Dayan, as a judge, am also an aide on something? I also could testify about something. Can a witness become a judge? Can a judge become a witness? Alright? The one who says that the shliach has to give over a get in front of two edim, that a messenger could become a witness. This guy shows up, he says, I'm a messenger of the husband. We say, oh, one second. Were you in the best? you're going to testify that it was a valid get? We'll listen to you. However, and then we could become a judge. And therefore, get two more men the messenger himself is one dying, two more die on him, and we're good to go. We'll establish the get. Cannot become a dying. Therefore, you need three other men. But we pass like the rabbanon that that uh, it is possible. So if aid nasa dying, why do you give it over in front of three? You're one of the three. Sometimes the woman herself will bring a get and will rely on her. A woman is known to not be a valid witness on a get, and therefore we know that they're, not go- that they're going to uh, not rely on her for the validity of the get. Alright. And therefore, hence, two men, you don't need a Bezdin to establish the document. Now, Tanik of Asit Rabbechna, we have a price of proving Rabbechna, and Hamavi Gabin is the Yama person, he's from Dina Sayyam and Asullah, and he gives it over to her. So a man shows up from St. Louis and he comes to Aritz Yisrael, and he gives a divorce to a wife, he gives the get to the wife, and Omar Law, Velay Omar Law, he does not say to her, Bafane Nachtav, Ubafane Nachtav, he doesn't make this statement. Guess what? Hey, Yaitse, Bahavlad Mamzer. Ready? Her second marriage ends because it wasn't a valid handover of a get, and the child's going to be a mamzer. Different various opinion of every mayor. From the second marriage, the child will be a mamzer, it seems. So, what should they do? It says, I'll tell what to do. He should take the get from her and give back to her in front of two witnesses. So, it was like this a man gives her get to a wife. She, yeah, well, she marries, doesn't remarry. And he doesn't say, What do I do now? We don't want her children to be mom's heir. So he says, Come on, I'll tell you what to do. What you do is take the get back and do it again with the proper statement. Now, how many people do you need, Taka? Two. For a mayor, according to me, just because he didn't say we're going to say the kid is a mamzer in says Maria. Now it seems to be strict on her. ready for this. If you move one iota from the Hilchas Gittin that the Chum put in place, we're getting you don't mess around with. 
You go out, the kids are mamzer. Barhedya boy lasuya gita. Barhedya wanted to bring a get. Also coming to Ravachi, davmuna gite. He came in front of Ravachi, who was the one who was appointed over gitin, Omar Lay. And he came to him, he says, no, now what? Right? You could be learned, you could be a Talmud Chacham. You say, listen, don't move one iota for the way things should be done. So he went to the Bezdin, he went to Ravachi, he says, now what? Guide me along. You need to stand next to every letter of the get. Meaning, you had to witness each letter of the get being written. No. You don't need to testify that you saw every line of the get written. You could have seen, right? In other words, do you have to be staring at the, at the yeah? Do you have to be staring at every last letter written? Or like the important parts, the important parts of the get. And if you're going to say, I'll be machmir and watch every letter, so you could relax. Because this is an important message. Sometimes we want to be machmir and it's going to come out to be a problem on everybody else. It's, it's really inappropriate. It's inappropriate. Rabba Barchana Isigit, Rabba Khana brought a get. Palga Ichtav Kame, Upaga Lechtav Kame. Half was written in front of him, half wasn't. Osakmeh Dervlazi came in front of Rabbalazar, Amalei. I feel like Kasabay Lashita Achas Lashma, even if only one line was written Lashma. Now, the lines mean the names of the husband and wife. Then, uh, you don't need to have witnessed anything else. Ravashi Amar, Ravashi says, top of tomorrow's daf, Afilu kan kumas vikan me gilta. Even if the, uh, you don't even have to see the actual letter being written, even if the messenger was there and he heard the scratching of the quill and he, he heard the writing being done, that's also enough. Tani Kavasi Dervashi, and we have a price of supporting that. We'll end with this. Hamibi get me to say, I'm one brings a guy from overseas. I feel who we buy is for Cypher by Aliyah, even if he's in the house and the Cypher is in the attic. He's upstairs. I feel who Nichnas, Yaitzi Kalyam Kula. He's in and out the whole day. You're not like literally like focusing on each thing. Kusher, the get is valid. He could say before Nachta, for Nachtam. Who um, buys the cipher by Leah? Like a Chazilai, but he didn't see it. A lot. You see, from here, you're going to Shamakan, Komos Vikam, Bikilta. You heard him writing. You were there, you were around, you know what was being done. You're still going to be able to say, We'll hold it here, Bezim. We'll pick up from Amar Mar tomorrow. We'll do Mincha uh, 755. We'll do Daf this week at 7 o'clock. Bezos Hashem. Have a wonderful week and a Gitten Chaydish.